0: hello there loves i'm dr elsie blast from elsieblass.com and you are listening to the soul dreams podcast and this podcast is designed to help you reach your soul dreams and reach your goals and really dive deeper and really push the needle even by one percent we are dedicated to securing your spot and your seat at your own table so bring your soul dreams to the podcast because i am here to make your dreams come true now today is december 10th and i'm so excited to bring this episode to you and so delightful i want to share this one thing with you okay It's about attachment, relationship attachment styles. And I'm so happy, I think, because I realized that I'm, I'm free. Like, I knew that, but sometimes you need situations and scenarios to take place for you to really be like, oh gosh, wow, I am actually delivered from that. I am healed from that. I can't take all the credit, right? Like, I've done all the work, but also I prayed about it. Like, I asked God, you know, like... I don't want to offer avoidant, um, attachment, um, anxious, or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want those things. I really want such a new, fresh way to respond to myself, to relationships. Like I'm available for those things. Right. And, but you know what, when things happen, it's not happening to you, it's happening for you. So, I think it was so helpful for me when this one particular situation happened that I was just like, wow, I would have never experienced this like this. If this was years ago, this is what it would have looked like for me. I didn't offer avoidant. I didn't um, offer anxious. I literally sat in a very secure place and secure position And it felt so delightful and so good for me. Like it felt so safe. I felt so safe in my body, in my mind, in my heart, in my energy. And I wouldn't have, I don't think I would have received the level of freedom and closure until the identification portion was offered to me. So when I sat there and was like, wow, this doesn't feel the same, I don't feel broken. I don't feel like I feel sad like I felt sad but I didn't feel hurt to my core on the inside. It didn't feel the same. It didn't feel like it used to feel and when people ask you like oh are you an avoidant attachment style? Are you a secure attachment style? Are you an anxious attachment style? What I truly believe is that Depending on who you're in a relationship with, you could be both. You can offer them in one moment anxious. You can offer them in another moment avoidant. Like you can go back and forth between one or the other. It's very, very clear. So truly, if you're healed, if you're closed out, one, when things happen, you're not going to respond the same way you used to. Second thing is you're not going to feel the level of discomfort that you used to feel concerning it it's not going to hit the same. It's not going to, I will, how do I explain this in more detail? Hmm. What did I experience? You know, I used to feel this like anxious, um, discomfort in my neck, in my chest area. Uh, it would almost feel like sore. It was like emotionally wounded, emotionally sore, you know? And I didn't feel that at that time. When the situation took place, I didn't feel any of that. I'm like, shouldn't I be feeling more of this? <laughs> shouldn't this feel differently for me? Shouldn't this feel achy? Like, why doesn't it feel like this? Um, did I not care? I started questioning whether or not how much I cared, you know, and how much uh, was I was I really being honest with how I really felt and, and how the level of quality, I, you know, that I cared. Um, and I was just like, no, no, no. All that was true. All that was true. And... I was available until the the other person wasn't available. And when I started seeing that their level of availability was being diminished or slowed down or just wasn't what the bond needed to feel nourished and and then for, for me to enter into a new level of investment, you know, not, not only like emotionally and more time, but also money. Like if you have to interact with someone and travel and do those other things, like you really want to make sure that if you're going to invest, be an investor because you're an investor of your life, right? If you're gonna invest, you want to make sure that the the level of investment you'll receive a return or it's it's a matched value like you you'll go you're going to feel like this is the right thing to do. But the other person wasn't really available. They were very, very busy. They had a lot going on. Um, and then the time that they could have invested, they just chose not to. And they left me for like the end of the day. Like it was just like, okay, Um, that's great. I definitely am not going to feel comfortable investing more because what I'm currently investing is what I'm currently available for is not being matched, right? Right. It. and I I didn't want to like coerce this person into like, oh you know like I want more. like I knew they couldn't give more. like why ask for something that you know is not available right? Um, and so I wasn't even mad about it. and what I like to do too like if you want someone else to lead because you know you might be a boss and I talk about this in another episode which will be coming out in the coming weeks. I record a whole bunch of episodes for the month of December and January already. So they will be released and dropped and they are so potent and so therapeutic. And so they bring so much clarity to relationships and being a boss and running a very lucrative company and having a love life. Like it's so delicious and so juicy. Don't miss what's coming up for you. So what I want to share here is when as an investor... You look at your investing and you're like, is this something that is worth investing into? They could be an amazing person. They could be, they could have a hold some qualities. There are other qualities that they may have held that like, you're like, I don't really, that's not really what I'm into. That doesn't, I'm not really attracted to these other things, but I'm willing to overlook them because of the value that's being brought to the table. So But again, if the other person is not matching the availability to nourish the bond or the relationship, then it's just best to close it out. And oh, what I was going to share here is when you're a boss and you're, you either want two things, you either want to lead in your business and in your personal life, you want to be the leader, right? And I talk about how Kris Jenner is definitely the epitome of that Um, in her previous relationship with uh, Caitlyn Jenner, who was then at the time, Bruce Jenner and right now I can't really speak of her relationship with Corey because uh, I'm not just not clear on it but from documentary and from her statement and his and I'm sorry and Caitlin's statement I I, I apologize for that Um, and Caitlin's statement as far as when she was Bruce and, and and that what that relationship looked like well the dynamic there that I reviewed was that she's a boss and she's a boss all the way through like boss in her business and then boss in her personal life in her relationships she really likes control now there are other bosses who they're a boss in every area of their life and so in their relationship they're actually looking for a, more of a masculine energy that can facilitate certain things and really lead the relationship but when a boss doesn't like where the relationship is being led to she or he or they might opt out right so in watching the relationship dynamic, it there was no nourishment. It was very, it was starting to be diminished, and the quality of it was starting to be more on the poor side. Um, not so much the investment just wasn't as available, and so you know, as a boss, you have to opt out of certain things. You know, you're like, okay, well, I don't see how this is feasible, and I don't see why I would invest more when what's being offered is not up to the standard of what this relationship would really take to feel nourished and loved and and it would be any relationship right so really just kind of like thinking that through and it has a lot to do with availability and whether or not someone is or is not available and everyone just needs to be honest about the truth of the availability and what's needed and you know sometimes there's misunderstandings sometimes there's I don't know. There's just different things. Like, okay, the other day I met a few new uh, women, I was going to say females, uh, a few new women at the gym in the morning and I was listening to their conversation and they were sharing some things and I was just like, oh, okay, that, and we had like this great awakening of a conversation and it was really cool and I had a really great time and it, it, it really revolved around availability You know, what are you available for, and being honest with what you're available for and what you're not available for, and then sharing that so that you give the other uh, person an opportunity to make their prime decision on whether or not they're open and available to what you're open and available to, and really just allowing that clarity to exist. But when people ghost you and they choose different options for themselves, I mean, at that point, you know. They've either proven the point of what you thought was true, right? From the very beginning, even from like earlier this year, like it just proved the point. Like you knew the whole time, like, you're like, I knew this the whole time. And I questioned entertaining this. I entertained it again. And now I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. This is not good for business or this is not good for myself or my relationship, like whatever that means for you. So you have to pay attention before you put your heart in a space to be interacting with someone else you have don't let don't only look or listen to what they say with their words okay they could say things like um that they really like you they really care about you maybe they're falling in love with you they might say things but the actions what are the actions saying because words and actions mean they have two different meanings if they're not aligned if they're not matching then You really want to pay attention to the actions, not the words. If they're aligning, then the actions and words can bring you comfort and then you can move forward with your level of investment in what you're willing to do to make the relationship work, like travel or connect more or do the things. But if their actions aren't lining up with their words, why would you spend time, energy and money? It just doesn't make sense. Then you realize like, this really is not for me. And just be clear and open about that and just share your truth with love and, and then open the dialogue for conversation. You know, they might come back and say, well, why do you, why do you truly feel like that? Like what would make you comfortable? Maybe like for long distance, or maybe that's not for you. Okay, cool. I respect that. I honor that. And you know, I just want to close this out. You know, (laughs) I don't even want to be friends. I just want to close this out. And then at that point you could be like, oh, okay. Um, you can go through your healing process and then put it to rest. But when they ghost you, you are then placed in a position where you're like, okay, I see that either you're unavailable, you're obviously unavailable, (laughs) unavailable for a conversation, um, concerning this. Um, or you're, this could be an, uh, an avoidance style, right? Um, this could be like, I'm avoiding this. I can't, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to entertain this. I don't know how to close this out properly. I'm just going to avoid it and ghost. Now, the interesting thing is you'll hear if, you know, they care about you and the quality of the relationship that took place, but then they ghost you. You're like, I am baffled right now. I really didn't see that coming. <laughs> you're like okay definitely at that point from a psychological standpoint you know it's easy to be like maybe they weren't who i thought they were maybe they weren't at in a place that i thought they were in they they weren't healed from certain things because this is not the response that would have come from someone who has a secure attachment style um but then you don't want to be it's not that you want to be judgy right so you want to be humble about it and be like well why don't we just toss this up to I don't know and it doesn't hold any weight because now I can just move on with my life and I don't have to make it mean anything. I don't have to make it mean that they were wrong. Maybe, you know, they're just honoring themselves and honoring where they are and where they are is someone who is not from a secure place because they would have literally had one-line conversation which would have looked like, I really don't know what to say about this, but I'm just, I just really want to close this right now. Um, I don't really have anything to share. I, I'm sorry about that, but th- this is where I'm at. And then, boom. See, when you have a secure attachment style, you can still communicate without communicating too much. And what you do there is you honor the, because honoring someone else is honoring yourself. Sometimes we're like, oh, I'm gonna honor me, so. I'm just not going to say anything at all. Well, when you honor someone else, you honor yourself. But it's really again reflective of the secure attachment style and if that truly exists or not. So, but you know, I'm going to leave a gray area to that because I am I am a scientist and sometimes they, someone might have a secure attachment style and be like, I just don't want to entertain a conversation or close that out. Um, but again, like in psychology. If you bring this to someone in the mental health field, they're really going to try to classify this. <laughs> so um, they're going to classify it as something that's unhealthy and uh, and not secure, not, not a secure attachment style. Um, I like to leave a little gray area because, you, like I said, there's misunderstanding. Sometimes there's when things are left unsaid, then you can't really bring clarity to where there is no clarity it's all like kind of foggy so the clarity that you can bring to it is we were not aligned this is not this wasn't the right alignment because someone who's aligned with me will have a conversation someone who's aligned with um them might not have a conversation right so we attract who we are and well we attract who we aren't as well right but what happens is when we attract someone who's not a match um it won't last long. It won't last long. It will literally dissolve and something will happen where it will just bring closure to the situation. So at that point, you can take and create closure for yourself and it could be very easy and simple. And let me tell you when it's, when you're secure attachment style, it's so easy to move forward and on. Like it doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. Um, It doesn't mean that it's not uncomfortable, but it will definitely never feel like what it used to feel, ever. (laughs) Like, I literally was so shocked that I didn't feel differently than what I felt. So I'm like, wow, this is amazing. (laughs) This is crazy. Like, I never thought this was true um, until, I, you know, I heard about it, but now I'm being about it and I am about it and I feel this and it feels amazing. So if in fact you are looking to clear your attachment style or if you're looking to ensure that you, I wouldn't even say, I I did a, a program earlier this year called Chow and it was no longer being available for the unavailable. And what was interesting about that is it's not like you're not going to attract people who aren't available. You will. You will. You'll attract unav- unavailable people. You'll attract people who are available for someone else but not available for you. So in that instance, I had to clear my throat. <laughs> in that instance, you have to decide how much time invested will you allow to someone who's not available. Don't give too much time to it. You see, at that point, I hadn't given so much time and energy, And even in my mind of thinking about this whole thing or person or whatever, I didn't give it too much energy. So at the end of it, it didn't rob me like, oh, I gave so much of myself and my heart and my soul was on the line. (laughs) Like, no, I, I went with the pace and I went with the flow of what took place. I didn't give more than what was being given at all. I just kept trying to match that energy. Um, And as it dissolved, I matched the the dissolution of it because I decided I have other things to focus on that are a better use of my time and energy and mind. And that's what I did. So when you first are interacting with someone, even if you're married, sometimes there's a season where you have to match their energy, but at the end of the day, You have to decide if this relationship is for you or not, (laughs) you know, like make it clear, make it plain. Don't give too much. So you don't feel like you're in a deficit when it's, when there the opportunity of closure exists for you. Okay. So now let's leave you with some journaling prompts. And I, I gave you some of these journaling prompts in my episodes that are coming up in the next few weeks, but I'll give it to you in this one as well. Okay. So... The general response would be, I am available for, right? When you think about love and relationships, like, what are you available for? I am available for, and then fill in the blank. And I want you to write. So I want you to now review what you're available for and look at your muse or the person that you feel like you had a relationship with, or you are in a relationship with. And see if they're matching the frequency and the vibration, the availability. Like, if you're available for affection and love and communication, are they also available for those things? Are you available for being an adult and, you know, really having the communication style that's needed for properly entertaining a relationship or closing a relationship? Like, what does that look like for you? do they match that availability, right? If your love language is touch, do they match that availability? Are they available for touch? Are they available to give and receive? So there's different things that you can take a look at, but make sure that if, this, if the person you uh, you've attracted into your life is not a match to what you're available for, then it's not a match and you're not in alignment. And if you're not in alignment, you don't give your heart away. You don't give your mind away. You don't give what they're not willing to give. It doesn't make sense. I don't want you to be in a position where you're over giving, over delivering, and you're not receiving, right? There's an exchange of energy that has to be aligned. And I'm mainly talking to about like newbies, uh, new relationships. If you look at your actual relationship, if you've been in a relationship for a long time with the same person, This is a conversation that you both need to have. Like, I am available for this. This is what I'm available for. Are you available for this? Again, they can either change their mindset and become available or they can help you with ease and with flow dissolve the relationship. Relationships don't have to be dramatic during clo- a time of closure. They could be very peaceful and easy. Like I remember closing out a relationship, I still made breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I was still kind. I still did things for them around the house. Like I was like, to the end, I was the high valued person that I showed up as. And I did my best and I didn't give them attitude. I didn't give them shit about it. Like I was just like, to the very end, I'm going to be the best version of myself. So i because I don't need to be dramatic. I don't need to act broken. I don't need to make a big fuss. If it's not working, it's not working. If we're not aligned, we're not aligned. We don't have to fight and argue about it. Like we could just finish the lease. Like what? what is, or leave, we could leave early. Like we, it doesn't have to be a big, evil, dramatic thing. We don't have to argue. We don't have to be mean to each other. We don't have to be disrespectful to each other. None of those things have to exist they don't have to exist. Don't allow those things to exist. I remember many years ago when I told my aunt, uh, many, many years ago when I told my aunt that I was you know closing out a relationship, um, a long um, standing relationship. And she said, okay, then you know what you need to do. And I'm like, what? And she's like, be a good wife until you're no longer the wife. Just be a good wife. And I was like, okay. So I was still faithful, still cleaning the house, still being kind, still doing all the things like you know, cooking and, and, and providing and sharing and loving until the, till the end. Just be a good person, be a good husband, wife, partner, be a good friend, be a a good friend will close out a relationship with peace and ease. Even again, even if it's just one statement I can't really share too much. I can't really speak too much to this. I just know that right now I need to go my own way. And I would just like to close this. Thank you for everything or not or whatever, you know, but a good friend closes things out. You don't have to ghost people. You don't have to run away. You don't have to avoid just show up. Show up confidently, even if you don't know what to say, you show up saying the least as possible. That's what I've learned to do. It's been so helpful for me and I just wanna share that with you. So as you move forward in the world, you could really just be the high valued person that you know you are. You know that you're a high valued person. Maybe you just haven't entertained a new way of being, a new behavior, a way of closing things out. You know, a lot of us grew up with like things closing and it having to be dramatic. A lot of of breakups would have to be dramatic or a lot of friendships would just close out without communication. Like, I don't know. We just stopped talking. We just stopped texting. We just stopped calling. We let it fade out. I used to do that. I used to like let relationships fade out. I'm like, ah, they'll get the point. It'll be fine. Let it fade out. Like I haven't done things like that in so long. I literally will just tell a person like, I'm just this is not working. This is not working. I'm closing it out or don't reach out to me or like like if it, if it's that serious, but usually I'm just like, you know, I don't think that we can entertain this friendship anymore. I'm really just looking to close this out. I don't really want to talk too much about it. I just want to have peace. That's it. And I've said that before. And there have been other scenarios and situations this year where I've shared with my clients and even some family members like close it out properly have the uh, even if it's dropping a text and I thank God that my clients and you know some family members they chose to really do that they really made an effort and even though the other person may not have been as receptive it didn't matter because they became the high valued person that they desired to be this year and that's how they showed up, and that's who they were. And it was so beautiful to watch. It really, I was so proud, so proud of them. Like seriously, I was like, yes, this is who we are. We are high, high valued people, and we do things properly, even through our discomfort, even in honoring ourselves. We will still honor the closure because honoring the closure is honoring ourselves, you know. And so, I just found that to be so beautiful and so like. So mature of us, you know, like, damn, we are mature people. Look at us. We have evolved. <laughs> we do things this new way and and it's a fresh take on life and I think it just brings comfort to my soul that we can be who we say we are and who we know we are. And again, you know, sometimes there's miscommunication, misunderstandings, some things don't make sense. We might have perceptions in our own mind concerning something But without that conversation, we just have to like chuck it up to it is what it is. I have peace about it. I'm moving on with my life. And I'm just grateful that, you know, just be grateful that it happened now instead of a more prolonged investment that you would have given and entertained because that would really suck. (laughs) Like it would really, really suck. Like so often I tell, especially females, I'm like, don't give your body until these scenarios and situations have taken place for you because you will feel like shiznick if you go all the way or do all the things or do the traveling or do the all the things and then it was for what it was for what you just wasted your time energy body money like all the things you just wait like now you gotta go heal now you gotta go heal like it's and it's healing a different way because once you share sexual energy with someone that's a whole different level of healing that has to take place so let's be very careful going into next year of who you share your body with and who you share your energy with and your time and your money because you don't want to feel the level of loss that you've probably felt in the past Okay. I will leave you with that thank you so much for listening thank you for being a part of the show and remember that i am committed to helping you make your dreams come true whether that's in love emotional freedom and stability mental health like energetic stabilizing like whatever it is for you money career i'm here for it i'm here to watch you grow i'm here to support you i'm here to love you please reach out through dms if you really enjoyed this episode and it really gave you something to walk away with i want you to go ahead and give a five star rating and please 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 share it with a friend because the goal here on the soul dreams podcast is to help the world make their dreams come true in any area of their life so i'm really here to bring that to fruition and i'm not going to allow people, places, or things to come into my view and disrupt the very peace that I have and the prosperity that's existing so that I can continue doing the great work that I came here to do. So as I'm committed to that and you're committed to your journey, let's meet here every week and I will talk to you in our next episode. Take care of yourselves and each other. I'm Dr. Elsie Blass from elsieblass.com. And last, real quick, I wanna tell you. Go to elsieblass.com, click on the menu, and click on the self-love store i have all the programs there that will really help you in each area of your life i'm actually going to Change some of the pricing on there for a few of them because I really want you to walk away with freedom and clarity for the closure of this year, and I really just feel so excited. I love like you know having deals and stuff. I just grew up on deals <laughs> when I was a kid, and um, it really just excites me. It's so much fun. I really like getting more for my money, so I really want you to feel that as well. If that's something that's your thing, if it's not, then hey, do you know do you? But um, but yeah, I just want to share that with you okay love you so much take care of yourselves and each other and again i'll talk to you in our next episode bye for now